0: To Christie's Bits of Wisdom podcast, I'm your host Christy. My goal is to help you start your mornings off right by sharing a short story or a parable that will motivate and encourage you to live your best life with God. By using the infinite wisdom found in His Word, you truly can live a life of happiness and peace in Christ. I'm leaving proof. I hope you'll stick around and subscribe. Also, if you like what you hear. Please share with your friends and family so they can scoop up some bits of wisdom for themselves. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of the podcast. I hope you guys had a great weekend. Um, I know I sure did. Saturday was super warm and, um, I still stayed inside. <laughs> I did get out and walk to the mailbox, but that was about it. Um, it was just too hot for me to get out. So I stayed inside and worked around the house and worked on the podcast. Some. So I want to jump right into it today uh, by telling you the title. Today's is called Waiting on God. And I think that that's something we're all very familiar with, waiting on God. Um, me and a friend were talking Yesterday evening, and then me and my sister in law were talking this morning about what it means to wait on God and how we should act when we wait on God and how hard it is to wait on God. Um, I told my friend yesterday, I said, I said, you know, God is seems to be in my eyes no disrespect meant toward Him, but He seems very slow. Um, my son is a very slow methodical person. He doesn't get in a hurry. Um, He takes his time about everything, whereas I'm always in high gear. I talk fast. I walk fast. I eat fast. (laughs) Um, I want everything done yesterday. Um, My son has an entirely different personality than I do, and sometimes I envy him in that he takes more after his dad and that side of the family than he does me. And, um, I'm really thankful for that because sometimes I feel miserable when I am having to wait on things or, you know, just always being in high gear and being like a horse that, um, out of the starting gate, just going a hundred miles an hour. That's not a, that's not a fun way to live. But anyway, um, yeah, I I told my sister-in-law, I said, uh, I said, you know, I know God has the whole world to take care of. He's got a lot on his plate, but, you know, he moves in his own time. And sometimes he seems too slow for me, but I know that it is, um, it's best. Everything is in God's time and God's timing is best. I'm glad that he didn't move on certain things when I wanted him to um, in my life because I wouldn't have known how to handle those things had I been given what I wanted at the time instead of later on after I matured. But anyway, I want to um, tell you another little parable um, or like a little story. Everything that I talk about um, to me, like when I talk about the Bible, I relate it to my life. And I know I've said this before, but I relate the Bible to my life and how how it relates to my stories and things that have happened to me. So um, I was thinking, you know, like I said, about waiting on God and I thought about how, when I was a little girl, um, whenever I would ask my granny for anything, I, there was, a, um, a little store down the road from us and, and it was just called Faze, just a little, just Faze general store. And, um, so I would ask my granny, I would say, will you walk me down Faze?" Cause it was on the main highway and it was round curves and stuff. And I was tiny and, um, She would say, we'll see, we'll see. So whenever I asked my granny for anything, I was mostly greeted by we'll see. Um, And at first, when I was really young, I actually fell for it. And I'd get my hopes up waiting for the we'll see to turn into a let's go. (laughs) But after a few years and um, a little bit more maturing, I finally come to realize that my granny's we'll see was really a probably not or a flat-out no. So I learned to stop waiting on what I had asked for and just accept that that's what life held at the time. So recalling that time, I started to think of all the things that we wait on in our lives. Um, for example, last year when I was going to chemo, um, and they had to do the blood work first and then I would have to go wait on the doctor to see the doctor he was slow so so I thought about how we have to wait on the doctor the other day I took my car to Walmart and I had my tires rotated and balanced and that took two hours so I had to wait on that and I just after I'd done my grocery shopping I just had to sit there in the um, waiting area and just wait um, some people wait on tax refunds. That's always really fun. I know I'm look forward to February every year because you know that seems like it's extra money that we get. Um, kids wait for Christmas. Um, farmers wait on their crops. Um, so everybody has something in common when we wait. There's an end goal of getting what we've been anticipating and what we've been wanting. Um, You know, the gifts at Christmas, the tax refunds, um, the farmers wait on the harvest. So that end goal is, um, gets our hopes up when we wait. And so while we're all waiting on those things, we go about our daily lives. You know, when the farmer has planted his crops, he doesn't just stand out there in the field and, you know, watch them grow. He goes on about his day when we wait on once we file our taxes, you know, while we're waiting on them to be processed and waiting on that refund to hit the bank account, we don't just stop our lives. We go on, you know, we go on about our daily routines of taking care of our family and working and whatever. Um we can we feel the anticipate the anticipation of wanting that thing, but we have to try to focus on what's in front of us and um You know, just our lives that need taken care of. And so then I thought, why is it different when it comes to waiting on God? When we have gone to God in prayer and when we ask for the things that we need, we know there's going to be a waiting period between that prayer and that answer. When we know it. I mean, miracles do happen. Don't get me wrong. We can ask for something and see it happen quickly. But most of the time there is a waiting period because God just does not work on our timetable and on our schedule. But I've got to thinking, why do we get in a hurry thinking that we can rush him to do something by begging or pleading with him over and over and over? I'm not trying to put anybody down because I know the urgency myself of feeling like I have to beg God when I need something done yesterday, um, there was something I was praying about recently, and I really, you know, wanted God to move on this situation, and I was just praying. I mean, the Bible does tell us to pray without ceasing, um but I think I was going about it all wrong. It was just, it was the main focus all day long. I couldn't even sleep that night wanting God to move on this particular um, need. And it wasn't for myself. It was, it was, it was for somebody else. It was for a healing for somebody else. Um, But while I was thinking about my granny and how I waited on her answer, I just thought about how it all kind of connects with how, you know, we ask God for something and we have to wait on him too. Um, Sometimes when we're praying, you know, I've heard people say, give it to God, give it to God, let it go and he'll take care of it. And then I have found myself taking a problem to him and giving it to him but then taking it back when like, you know, if I don't get the answer that I want immediately or not fast enough or whenever I want it, I'll, I'll take it back and I'll start all over trying to fix it myself. And I can't do that. And that's something that I struggle with a lot. I have found, especially lately, I struggle with that a lot trying to get things done on my own instead of waiting for God. Um, I told a friend of mine, I said, I don't know if I'm just really brave, really stupid or really naive. <laughs> but um if there's something that I want or someone that I want to get in contact with, I tend to just go ahead and email or text or whatever. Um just like with when I finished my book and, you know, my foundation, I actually emailed the two local news channels here. And I told them who I was and what I'd done. And I asked them, hey, do you want to do a feel-good story about my book and my foundation? And they both agreed. And I know that we're supposed to put ourselves out there. And I don't know if it's called market yourself or whatever. But we're supposed to try to get ourselves out there. But I wonder sometimes if I don't, if I should wait on God to do that and bring them to me. Or if I should do that on my own. I don't know. So, is that me trying to fix it um, by calling him myself or emailing him myself? Or, you know, should I wait and let God bring it to pass? I don't know. So that's what I've been dealing with lately. Just kind of knowing what to do, where to take my hands off of the situation and allow God to step in and work. And where trying to do all that I can do. And then when I can't do any more, allowing him to step in and work. That's, there's a fine line there that I haven't even learned myself. So um I do know that God, you know, he wants us to bring our troubles to him. He wants us to get on our knees. He wants us to say, God, here are my problems and take care of it. He wants us to lay down anything that burdens us and to not pick it up again. He wants us to give him the space to work it out. And then we have to wait patiently for him. Um, again, I'm going to use First Peter 5 and 7. And listen, I know there's more verses in the Bible than just <laughs> the few that I seem to use over and over. But I'm telling you, when you find a tried and true scripture, a verse of scripture, um, that gives you peace and helps you to relax, and, you know, you need to use it over and over. So, First Peter five and seven says, "Casting all your care upon Him, for He careth for you." And this verse has gotten me through some really rough times of wondering why I have to carry such a heavy burden. But when I truly realized that God was willing to trade my cares for his peace, um, then I had to learn to not only just recite the verse, but live it too. But like I said, like any other time in life, when we wait on a particular thing and um, go about our day until that time comes, God wants us to continue to go about our business of living our everyday lives after we've given him the thing that we need help with. So after, you know, we take our problem to him, we lay it down, we say, here it is, God, I can't fix it. I can't do anything. I need you to take care of it. He wants us to just go on about living our everyday lives. Being thankful, thanking him that he's already bringing it to pass. And so the hardest part for me was learning how to wait for God. Um, the Bible makes it clear that we do have to wait on God, but it also tells us how to do it too. And not only that, but it tells us what we get after we have waited for him. So one way of how that we should wait on God is found in Psalm twenty-seven fourteen. When it tells us to wait on the Lord and be of good courage. And I know the hardest part is having courage when you're in desperate need of help or a miracle. But it is his instruction and it's what he expects us to do. God had, you know, God had these, um, every word put in his, in his, um, in the scripture for a reason he didn't just you know god just didn't put it in there for no reason he put it in there to help us and so he, you know he says wait on the lord and be of good courage i know that's hard but we have to but it also says in psalms 37 seven through nine rest in the lord and wait patiently for him fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass." Pass so, how many of us can say that we honestly do rest while God is working on our behalf? <laughs> I mean, I try to, but it's hard sometimes, I'm not gonna lie. And um, for many, many years, I didn't have any patience for anything. <laughs> I mean, like I said before, I wanted God to bring my answer before I even finished praying. Um, And I know that the Bible does tell us in Isaiah 65, 24, God said, before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. But does that mean as soon as the words leave my lips, he'll send my miracle or my answer? No. Can he? Yes, he can. But he doesn't normally work that way, at least not in my life. There's a process to God answering prayers that will cause us to learn things. And one of God's plans for us is to transform us from who we used to be into who he wants us to be in order to live a life that pleases him. And the only way that he can do that is through a process of testing, refining, testing, refining, testing, refining until we are where he needs us to be so that we can work for him in a manner that will bring him glory. Now, I can't imagine a few years ago, you know, right after God first saved me um, and I still had a lot of things that he had to work out in me and he had to refine me and stuff. I can't imagine him trying to actually use me in a big way back then because I wasn't ready. I hadn't been tested and refined. And now, listen, now I'm not perfect good grief, don't misunderstand me. No way. I still have a long, long way to go, but I'm a little bit better than I used to be. And I'm to the point now where I can at least talk to other people about the Lord and about his word and stuff. So, so I, he has tested me and refined me in a way to where he can work with me, that, that what I do for him will bring him glory. But I know that, For me, that has been one of the hardest things to learn in my walk with Him is to wait patiently while He does test me and refine me. So how do we wait patiently for God? Well, we just go on about the business of our days. (laughs) I mean, no matter how hard it is to do, We have to, we've got to keep our mind on God the entire time. We have to thank him for already working out the situation. We have to thank him ahead of time for sending the answer. Um, It reminds me of last year when I was first diagnosed with breast cancer. I made I, I think I've told you guys this, I made up my mind that I was going to accept his will for my life and use it to bring him glory. So every night I would pace the width of my bedroom with my hands raised and thank God for the healing that he was bringing to my body. Um, I knew that my cancer was bad, but I also knew that God was bigger than that diagnosis. So I decided to put it into His hands and wait for my healing. But in the in the meantime, while I was waiting, I thanked Him every single night because I knew that He was not only capable of healing me, but He was willing to do it for me, so that He would get the glory. And I know not every prayer that we pray gets us the answer that we want. And we have to learn that that's okay. I remember one time praying for a job that I really wanted. I mean, when my sister told me, at the time my sister was working for a newspaper, and um, when she told me that the um, job was available, I, I jumped at it. And um, it was a wonderful opportunity to work for that, for their local paper. And um, I had interviewed with a woman and I thought it went really well. She seemed to like me. And um, I was told a couple of days later by another employee, not my sister, but another girl, that the job was mine. So I got really excited and I went out and bought new clothes that were more professional. I just got all hyped up. See how I am right out of the starting gate. I'm like, Ooh, let's let's go. <laughs> um. And then I waited with expectancy over the next few days for the phone to ring so that I could be told my start date. But it never did ring, never happened. So I waited about another week and then I finally called and spoke to the hiring manager who told me that they had gone with another candidate. So needless to say, I was devastated. I cried and I asked, why, 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 God, why didn't I get it? And all that stuff, you know, that comes along with your disappointment. And then finally, I let it go and I moved on. Well, a few months after that, I got a job that I had just applied for off the cuff just because they needed somebody. Um, My sister knew the manager of a jewelry store in our mall. And she told my sister, she asked my sister, you know, if she knew anybody that needed a job. And my sister was like, yeah, my sister does. And um, so I applied for it, not even thinking I would get it. And um, I did. And so I started out as a key holder and moved up to assistant manager at a jewelry store. And I fell in love with that job. I ended up staying there for almost five years. And I look back and it's one of the best jobs that I ever had. Um, I met. Many, many people that come through the mall every day, year after year, uh, and you know, become friends with them. And then me and the manager become best friends and we're close to this day, and that's been over 20 years ago. So, you see, if I had gotten the other job at the newspaper, I would have missed out on the job at the jewelry store and I would have missed out on my friendship with Kathy, my manager. So, I learned then that we don't always get what we want, even when we pray earnest prayers with sincere hearts. It's all about God's will in our lives. So we have to thank him for his will in the matter and then wait for the answer that he knows is best. It might not be the one that we wanted, but I can guarantee that God does not do what my granny did He will not give us a, we'll see, and then not bring the answer at all. He always answers the prayers of his children, even if it's not the answer we wanted. God never leaves us hanging. He'll either answer us and we'll get what we wanted, or we won't get it. So there's always an outcome with prayer. So when you seek God with a pure heart and ask for his will, then he brings your answer. Like I said, even if it's not what you wanted, but you have to remain in faith, knowing that it was his will and that he has something better for you. I've come to the place in my life, um, when that when it's what I wanted, but not what he wanted, I, I realized that there's always something better for me. There's things that I've attempted to do, even here recently. <laughs> I've, you know, I've been taking a chemistry class and, uh, this is probably the hardest class I've ever taken. And I, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm a fairly intelligent person. I've made the Dean's list several times. I, you know, I've got a high GPA at college, but I, t- I've attempted this chemistry class and, um, I think I've done it on my own. I don't think I sought God in that. I don't know, because I'm really struggling. So, so it may not be where God wants me, but I'm going to try my best to finish it out. Um yeah, I'm going to try my best to finish it out and then see. But, um, but anyway, whatever we ask for, we have to always add, if it be thy will. And if it's not his will, then we have to remain faithful to God, knowing that what he has in store for us is much better than what we've been praying for. And in the meantime, we have to thank him for the answer, no matter what it is, and go on about our business. Waiting patiently on him. And there's 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 also a lot of verses in the Bible that tells us what our reward is. Like I said, the Bible also tells us what we'll get. Um so we're told in Isaiah 41 that those who wait on God will have their strength renewed, will not be weary, and will not faint. And that's the truth. If you go to God and you say, God, I'm really struggling with this, I need you to give me strength, He will. Lamentations 3.25 tells us that God is good unto them that wait for him. Isaiah 30.18 says that we are blessed all they that wait for him. And in James 5.11, the word says we are counted happy that endure. So those are some pretty awesome returns to the ones who wait on God. He always gives us back more than we give to him. Always. I always say God gets the short end of the stick on any deal he makes with me <laughs> because he always gives me way more than I can ever give back to him. He always returns to us a billion times more than what we put into him. And it's because he loves us and he's full of mercy toward us. And there there are many other places in his word that tell us how to wait and what he'll do for us after we've waited. Um but in the meantime, while you're seeking God for a particular thing, take heart in knowing that the answer that he has for you is the right one, and it and it's in your best interest. And I know that I would rather have God's will in my life, even if it means not getting the thing I desire, because he does know what's best. Um, and I would rather have his will in my life than my will any day, because what I want is isn't always best for me. Trust me. I have made some very poor, really bad, really stupid decisions based on what I wanted at the time that turned out to be a complete disaster in my life and brought me nothing but heartache um, for many years. Um, So I want to give you some verses that um, I call them helpful verses if you want to look these up in the Bible. Um, and then cross reference them. It can be an area of study if you're um, struggling with waiting on God or you know you think that you want something and you're not sure what His will is. You can look these verses up and then cross reference them with others, and it'll keep you busy for quite a while um, and help you to um, learn God's Word. So Isaiah 40 31, Lamentations 3 25, James 5 11, Psalm 41, and that's 40 in verse 1, Isaiah 69, verse 4, Psalm 37, verse 9, Psalm 27, verse 13, Psalm 55, verse 12, and 1 Peter 5, verse 7. So I hope that that this episode has helped you out today. Whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're going through, just know that God is always there. He always knows what's best. And if you're praying for something in particular, always add, if it's your will, that's what I always do. If it's your will, Lord, um, because sometimes God, because he does love us and because he does want to bless us, he will let us, he will allow us to have the thing, you know, that we ask for, that we want, even if it's not his will. But we're But you know what? In the end, we'll always be sorry because whatever is not God's perfect will is not going to be good for us. So anyway, I'll catch you guys tomorrow.